So welcome to another episode of COVID Combos, where we have real conversations with real people about what well-being looks like in a pandemic. Um, I've got my team here today, Justin uh, and Simon. Would you like to say hi, boys? Hey, Cash. Hey, Ricky. Hey, guys. Great to be here. Fired up. <laughs> Fired up again. Um, I'm loving this little uh, thing that you've got going on, Grigsy. Um, you're firing me up. Uh, and today we have a special guest with us as well, uh, Paul from New Zealand. Uh, Paul, tell me, bro, uh, a little bit about yourself. Tell our audience who you are. Hi, everyone. Um, lovely to be with you today. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, my parents are both Tongan. Um, they migrated here and my brothers and I were born here. Um, I um, first fell into um, well-being stuff unknowingly. I, I did a lit review in my undergrad on, um, on motivation, intrinsic motivation in education. I was really passionate about um, why um, other people that looked like me um, weren't um, achieving at the same rate as everyone else. Um, and I found self-determination theory, looking at intrinsic motivation, and I sort of leapt off from there um, after graduating running youth development programs. And then I decided to get into teaching. Um, and it was then when I found um, positive education, uh, went over to Geelong. And um, yeah, I've been nerding out ever since. Um, I have two beautiful boys um, that, um, that we are on home holiday with at the moment. Um, and my awesome wife, um, and who is carrying our third boy, uh, who will join us um, in uh, six weeks after our home holiday um fingers crossed yeah so that's me oh, well first off congratulations mate uh that's massive news i'm so happy to hear that um and i just want to hear more about you know you've said a couple of things there that are really intriguing just in terms of what's happening right now so first off having a home holiday and second off the prospect of you know um having a kid during what's happening right now uh, what what does your life look like how's this affecting you um everything is going on um yeah life is good um we are really treating it like a like a holiday um uh i mean of course it's a bit strange and um you know like new zealand being uh a a relatively small community um you know we we talk about you know how there's that thing of six degrees separation um, in New Zealand, it's only two degrees. So, you know, we all know someone who knows someone that's been affected um, by this um, by this virus, um, or you know, the the global pandemic and the situation that's affecting us all. Um, so, yeah, being in, in such a small world, um, we've managed to put ourselves in a in a neat little bubble where we're not um, oblivious to what's going on. Um, you know, we love to. We love to, um, you know, follow the updates as much as anyone else and find out, uh, you know, what are the numbers today and what are the, what's the government saying today? Um, but at the same time, it's just been so cool to be on holiday with the kids, um, to wrestle with them and um, have tickle fights and all that sort of stuff. Um, that, that side of it, I'm really enjoying. I think 
you know, it's something that I've been wanting to unpack, unpack and I, I wanted to unpack it with Carsten as well. It might just be the fact that uh, the friends that we know from New Zealand just have this amazing equanimity. But I also have to think that it might have something to do with leadership. Um, I, I'm contrasting Scott Morrison with Jacinda Ardern. And, you know, even the other day, just sitting at home in like a Jamie Jams on like FaceTime, answering the public's questions about every little thing. You know, it's just such a different um, vibe. You, you know, it's kind of like mother hand just going, all right, babies, we're going to hunker down. Everything's going to be okay. Um, we've got this. And she just made, has this way of like making everyone feel safe, but also giving them all of the most critical information. Whereas Scott Morrison changes his mind every two seconds. Like he's adding to our uncertainty. You know what I mean? Has that been your experience? Like, um, Yeah, look, I have to say most of the media that um, like covering the pandemic that's not from New Zealand is probably from, um, you guessed it, our mate over in the United States. Um, uh, so like, in, I'm not completely up with the play with how um, your government is playing it. Um, I have seen a lot of uh, discontent on uh, social media, <laughs> um, comments about, you know, comparisons between the measures that are being taken between uh, Australia and New Zealand. I heard that the haircut, uh, hair, haircut appointments have been reduced to sub 30. So, yep, um, <laughs> baby steps. Baby steps, um, maybe, maybe insects, babies, steps. <laughs> but, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, the observations you've made of, um, of our leadership, um, certainly we feel that too, um, on the whole. Like, um, you know, politics is a really, can be a really tribal um, area and, and, and people are, um, people hesitate to agree with, the opposing tribe, um, just because they're from the opposing tribe. Um, though I think it's really hard for people to um, objectively, um, you know, like uh, complain or 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 have any bones to pick with um, the way New Zealand's government has has handled it thus far. Well, I'm interested to hear. Uh, just changing tact, so we don't become too political here. Um, the a day in your life at the moment we we're talking a little bit about um i guess the the difference in routine before the episode um and i'm interested to hear what a day looks like for for you and your family cool man um yes yeah, so my kids are um four and six soon to be five and six um and um yeah our, our mornings are you know very much routine like the kids know exactly what um the order of of things um are um we also have taken it um taken a chance to sit down with them each day and co-construct co-design however you want to put it um, but we create a, a list of things that we want to do today um and there, there are the um the, the must do's like the ones that we do every day get changed brush your teeth make your bed um have lunch, all that sort of stuff. And then we fill it in with activities that um, we and the kids both want to do. Um, and that, that really varies. We've had, um, uh, I, I've mentioned wrestling. Uh, so that's often on the agenda. Um, so that fits in somewhere, usually in the afternoon. Um, there's um, 
what else have we done? Lots of art um, things. We've got, we've done a magic show. We've done a science um, block of time where we've taken out some science kit to um, do some learning around that. Um, you name it, just just everything. Lots of reading. Um, yeah, yeah, just the whole the whole smorgasbord. So every day has a has a very familiar structure. Like the bones of the day are the same, um, but the meat um, has a different flavor every. Um, um every day um depending on what kind of holiday we want today to be like um yeah and also the things that you know when you're on a um when, you, when you're on a uh four-week holiday there's a lot of spring cleaning and all that sort of stuff so we're doing that too um yeah we're making it all work and thus far um all are happy yeah sounds really similar to our situation being home with, with my couple of boys paul we actually enjoy getting together after breakfast and nutting out what we're going to do for the day. I've got a, a bit of a program for the day, a morning activity and then a before lunch and after lunch and et cetera. And um, yeah, it's a bit of fun to sort of fill in the blanks and decide what we're going to do together. And they're getting that sense of autonomy out of it, I think as well, because, you know, I'm letting them sort of take the reins a lot, which is, yeah, they're really sort of stepping up and um, seeing the, um, the importance of mixing, you know, not just watching tally every day and having fun, but we try to do a bit of learning and a bit of exercise and whatever as well. I want to jump back a second, man, because I think we just hit on a little bit of a nugget of wisdom that, you know, we can skip over because we've got this positive background, but I can imagine it would be helpful to a lot of people, which is this concept of autonomy. I think right now, you know, that advice is getting passed to teachers and parents, try to maintain some kind of routine or Im implement some kind of routine. Um, imagine a lot of parents go about that as in, you know, this is what we're going to do and you're going to do it like this and it's going to happen like that. Uh, and what both of you described there is a completely different way of approaching these things. Can you just talk a little bit about, you know, why autonomy is important and how that's been working? Yeah, cool, man. Um, I mean, you, we know through studying the science that, um, you know, autonomy is incredibly important for, um, for us to be able to engage and, and move towards. Um, move towards something if we've got a say in what's happening to us we're more likely to want to engage in it um, so um, you know and I, it's bringing to mind um, uh, I can't remember his first name Dr. Green with an E I think has uses a sort of framework called proactive collaborative solutions um, and it's all about um, sitting with kids um, and uh, like when they've got their pro, um, particularly thinking about um, kids who have issues with disengaging or um, emotional flare-ups, um, sitting with kids when their uh, prefrontal cortex is level and having conversations around like, let's be proactive about um, creating a solution to what might flare up later. Um, and so I guess it's, it's also um, meeting the kids with respect um, and letting them know that, um, you know the world isn't happening to you um you're a part of it and you're you're shaping the world too and and that's cool um so yeah my wife and i um my wife's a, an awesome educator and so we're quite um work in that regard um, um and yeah so we really believe autonomy is important um and that's there's always um there's always walking walking the balance as a, as a parent and then ensuring that we get the things done that we need to get done um, um, and then there's, um, the work that it takes to, um, ascribe meaning and, and purpose to the activities as well. Um, so that, 
that will, for example, something like brushing your teeth. Um, um, my kids might not choose that because the activity in itself isn't particularly enjoyable. But when we ascribe meaning and value to that um, and make it personal for our kids, they can see it too, that it's important for me to look after my teeth because then I can't enjoy mama's great cooking um, you know, if, if my teeth aren't healthy, that sort of stuff. So then they see the value, then they've got more intrinsic, well, you know, they'll, they'll have more autonomy um, to, walk, to choose to do that activity when they need to, if that makes sense. I, I, it, it's unreal that you're able to do some of this stuff with your kids when they're five and six, Paul. Like mine are eight and ten, and um, I, I don't think I was doing it a couple of years ago with them, that's for sure. Good on you. No worries, bro. I am I am a thorough nerd, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I tell you, like, you know, when I when I um, read this stuff, uh, when uh, fifteen years ago, whenever it was, um, I it, it instantly seemed to make sense to me when as I applied it to my world, and uh, I've been trying to weave it through my youth development programs and um, and teaching as much as I could. So uh, it's only through being being a real geek um and, and and working with it for ages um but i love it too but cheers compliment received so i was also wondering because simon this makes you the perfect control study right because <laughs> if you weren't doing it a couple of years ago mm. and you're doing it now have, have you seen a difference with your kids from like doing things like autonomy the autonomy way versus not the autonomy way yeah for sure um when you say doing it, Kesh, I should just qualify that a little bit. I, I try to do it <laughs> sometimes. Um, but yeah, you see, particularly in the older one, like he even came to me this morning with our little notebook where we've got the, the sessions broken up across a day, already wanting, you know, with some ideas of what he could put in, what, what, um, what little blocks. And it, you know, some of them we had to have a bit of discussion around and, and tweak and rearrange and maybe ease back a little bit on some of the, you know, the fun stuff. We, we, we'd have a good block around the fun, but we need to still have some exercise or some learning or whatever it might be. But um, yeah, he's really, um, really stepping up to the plate to um, in this. And I think also in this um, sort of really unsettled, crazy sort of time, um, giving them the ability to have a bit of control over over their day and what they're doing, I think is, is helping as well. Yeah. I think this is, this is a really interesting uh, conversation because a lot of people out there will be uh, coming across a lot of these questions being for the first time for many people at home with their kids, fully responsible for their education. Obviously a lot of people have got links into their school uh, uh, learning and there might be virtual lessons going on, but for a lot of people, um, parents that is they'll be the first it'll be the first time they've been actually with their kids so i was just thinking about uh the the difference that comes with that age span that we're working within so my kids being uh one and three and and sort of going right up in this conversation to about uh, i think you said 10 simon so um i was just sort of thinking i w was wondering if you guys might want to shoot back at me and either shoot me down or build me up i was thinking about uh the idea of autonomy with regards to the age of a kid and the idea that when they're younger if you if you if we're looking at giving any sort of advice to parents who might be thinking about it with younger kids you've probably got a little bit more tighter restraints around that autonomy you might give 
for example, okay, we need to do these three things. What order do you want to do them in? Or um, you've got a choice between these two activities, that sort of thing. And then the older the kids get, the more you can sort of, you can talk them through why certain things need to occur and then they can still be allowed to make their own choices. What do you guys think about that? Uh, yeah, r roughly um, I'm on board with that. I, 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 with my kids, we roughly went the same way. Um, obviously when um, kids are yet to develop the language and having you know in-depth conversations about why brushing your teeth or whatever else um, is important. Um, yeah, you just need to meet your kids where they're at. Um, so yeah, well, <clears throat> on the whole, um, I agree with your approach. Um, and I don't know, I, th I think it's, it's tough because um, I'm guessing we were raised, you know, our generation um, might've been raised a certain way. And for me, certainly, um, I had a lot less autonomy um, from my parents. Um, and so for me, I'm, I've always tried to um, wrestle with and navigate the, um, you know, the tendency to parent the way I was parented versus um, parent strictly to the science that I'm reading um, and then realizing that, you know, what everyone else does, you know, there's a whole multitude of, um, of te techniques and styles. And I'm certainly not one to say that this is, that there's one right approach. Um, but the way you're doing it sounds right enough to me. Um, and it's just figuring it's a lot of it is just figuring out what works for your kids. And, um, the thing that I've figured out the most is that, um, as long as your kids are loved and, um, they, they feel loved, um, that's number one, like that connection, that relatedness, um, um, to, to reel back in that, that theory. Um, yeah, that's absolutely number one and, and the rest will, will come. So I love what's happening here. And I, I don't know if we, you know, thought about when we started that this is where the conversation was going to go, but since all three of you are dads dealing with uh, kids in COVID at the moment, I would love to keep, bringing out more of the how, like, you know, Paul's small strategy there of co-creating the day with the kids to give them autonomy. And for those that don't know, self-determination theory kind of posits three basic human needs, um, autonomy or control over your life, um, relatedness, so connection with others and um, competence. So feeling like you know what you're doing. So you guys have covered two already, making sure that your kids have autonomy and that they're loved and you know respected and cared for. Is there anything else that you're doing? What 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 other hows? What other tips and tricks can you give to the parents out there right now? <laughs> um, going back to brushing your teeth, um, there's a couple of it's <laughs> a couple of um, tricks. I think with competence, um, kids love to feel successful. We all love to feel successful, right? Um, and to figure out what, uh, well, to feel that we're competent, we're good at something. Um, and so, you know, I used to play a game with the kids and I sometimes still do. Um, I'll say, um, should we go brush your teeth? No, I'll race you to the bathroom on your mats. And then they're off. They're, they're like, they, 
they're there in two seconds um, holding the toothbrush. Um, so they, you know, made it into a, into a game. Um, they wanted to feel good that they're going to beat Papa to the bathroom and where we go. <laughs> so these little things, I mean, and sometimes I'll use, I'll add some autonomy in, um, you know, particularly if they're tired, they don't want to race. I'll be like, um, should we brush our teeth? Oh, no. If it's a no night, it'll be like, um, all right, do you want to walk there or um, race there or ride on my back? Ride on your back. All right, so <laughs> they've, got the, they've got the choices. Uh, and we've got the choice that, that makes them feel competent, not the one that they're going to, like, stagger and, um, and, you know, drag their feet. So it's a bit of everything, a bit of relatedness at the same time, with that connection and oxytocin hugging Papa's back. Um, yeah. It's good. Love having this conversation, man. I think a lot of, uh, well, hopefully our listeners will gain something from it, especially if they're parents. Uh, I'm wondering if there's anything else really important that, you know, this crisis has been bringing up for you that you want to talk about while we're here. Um, there is so much, and yet there is uh, nothing that is more important than everything else. Um, you know, there's, there's just so much to, um, to read. Like if you read your emails, you'll have um, 20 new emails every day from everyone that you've had contact with, you know, every organization that you're um, subscribing to or using um, with an update or tips. Um, so, you know, um, thinking about how we all like to be helpful and, and useful. Um, Rachel mentioned that um, it's, it's just great to be useful. Um, and you know, I've had this, this thing as well. How do I use my strengths? Um, um, so I think if we just look at, um, you know, being a well-being consultant, I had the first inkling was, should I, should I produce something? Should I, should I be producing content to help people with, with their well-being? And I looked out there and there's just so much content and I don't want to saturate or confuse people. Um, cause that doesn't help people's sense of autonomy when there's just so many things going on. So um, I started in my circle, so um, uh, with my own whanau, with my um, wife and kids, with our family groups that we have on chats, um, and um, not necessarily creating and sharing content with them, but um, starting little things that spark high-quality connections with, with family. Um, um, some of you might have seen, my friends would have seen on my Facebook page, um, my son made a gratitude video and, and made a challenge. Um, to, he asked people, what are you grateful for? And it was just that kind of um, wanting to connect with people and also savor something good um, and also bring awareness to gratitude and, and um, hashtag thank, thankful Thursday, get on it, um, hashtag thankful Thursday. Um, and then beyond that, um, you know, my wife and I are going to host some board games. Um, we're going to trial it, never done it, um, with our friend group and our family group. So just little things to um, rally our circles, our own social circles. And that's, that's something easy. Like um, I'll share on, on my Facebook um, um, a few links to some pretty cool online games I just found today. Man, that's so helpful. <laughs> I think that's exactly what we need right now. I, I talk about it with the guys because you know, when all of this kicked off, we jumped into doing the podcast as our way of sort of, you know, responding and giving 
benefit in the way that we kind of felt like we knew how. But as, as we go on and on, um, I think it's really important not only to look to your strengths, but to listen deeply to what's needed. Um, and you're 100% right. Like producing more content right now in a place where we're information saturated isn't really what's you know going to help people the most. What people really need is opportunities to, to connect with the people that they love and be held through you know a tough time. So all the different ways that that can happen. Uh, I'm looking forward to sharing all of that. Uh, with our audience and everybody else. So it's been absolutely amazing to have you on, bro. Um, I've really enjoyed listening to how you're taking care of this situation, how you're taking care of your kids. Uh, I'm really, really grateful to you. Uh, hashtag Thankful Thursdays <laughs> for coming on and um, sharing all of that uh, and sharing your beautiful family with me, man. Um, yeah, thanks. Oh, you're most welcome. I've, I've really loved um, chatting to you all. Uh, missed you so much since we finished the map, but um, are you doing good work here? Thanks, everyone. No worries. Well, so that's it for us uh, tonight. We're going to just request like we always do, and it is a request. There's autonomy involved. You can choose not to, uh, to like, share, and subscribe um, if you feel like it. Um, but other than that, we're going to sign off tonight. So you stay healthy, world.